Welcome back to Faith FM. You're listening right across Australia on 87.6, 87.8, or 88, or on the internet, wherever you wherever you like to listen the best. And I am sitting here beside me is, is Monica. <coughs> Monica is just so grateful you're here and you're <laughs> taking the lead because my, my throat has gone on holidays. <laughs> okay. But it's okay. Like, I love it. I love doing this. I, I love going on radio. Like, every time they call me up, like, I see Monica's name, like, come up. She's giving me a call. I'm like, yes, I know what this is about. <laughs> they need me to do radio. Yes. I'm so happy that you're you're a willing helper because, yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful. And I'm really grateful um, not just because you fill in for us, but also because just, just now in between the songs, you cracked out your guitar and you were, like, having a little sing-song in the studio. Yeah. And I was loving it. I was loving it. I, I put a whole bunch of videos up on my personal Instagram. I know I didn't put it up on the uh, on the face. Uh, Good because I didn't consent. <laughs> <laughs> Mine bad. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, this so this isn't this isn't the Faith FM uh, Instagram. So I don't know I don't know if it's uh I should, I'm allowed to plug my own. I'm not plugging my own uh, Instagram account. But if you want to see La- um, Lawson sing and play guitar in the studio <laughs> uh, in between sets, uh, check out my Instagram. My Instagram is monmonmonster. <laughs> Obviously, I don't follow Mon on Instagram. <laughs> but there's uh, there's and underscores in between that, so it's mon underscore mon underscore monster. So yeah, check that out, and you can uh, you can have a look at Lawson. You can also on my Insta story right now. You can you can see um, me like quasi vomiting uh, this revolting juice that I tried in in Germany. Hands down, the worst thing i have ever stuck in my mouth wow thank you yeah, for yeah, sharing that yeah. with me <clears throat> it's a pl- they have this berry it only grows up on the northern coast along mm-hmm. the beaches and it's called um zandthorn which means sand thorn so sand thorn berries and sounds these, appetizing yeah well they're bright orange they actually look pretty good uh but when when they make it into a juice like i open the bottle and like i can you know it smells kind of yeasty and Ew. then you stick it in your mouth and it just tastes like you've just drunk something that is horrendously off, like a huge gulp of vinegar. It was not good. Anyway, check that out. <laughs> what? But while we're uh, plugging different things, I just want to share that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this Friday night, actually, for at my the church that I work for, RTM, we run um, a thing every month called The Way, which stands for We Are Youth. Oh, yeah. And basically, we're running a Friday night program this Friday night and at... This particular Friday night program, um, I will be speaking and playing guitar and singing, and it's going to be really, really good. Nice. So, if you want, like, if, you know, it's uh, the age range is from 13 to 25. We're just sort of targeting, like, all the youth that we can. If you know a youth or maybe you are a youth and you're interested in uh, free food, um, that will be amazing. So uh-huh, I'm just just uh-huh. putting it out there. Free food that will be amazing, and hanging out with some people on a Friday night, and also listening to me speak and play the guitar. I'm going to be sharing my personal sp- story. Um, yeah, so hit us up. Where on, is it? So it's going to be in Raymond Terrace. Um, okay, so yep, yep. hit us up. Look up our Instagram, which is RTM Church. Mm-hmm, I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. um, Raymond Terrace Mission, or you know, get our Facebook page, and you'll find details about that. So, nice. So yeah, and you couple should come of, along. Couple of things for our listeners to do. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, but hey, do you know what? Before we get any further, give us another clue for this quiz. Oh lesson. yes. Yeah. Again, this is a what am I quiz? You know what? Just because we didn't have some clues in the last one, I'm going to do a double clue right go now. Go on, go uh, on. I, spoil I, us, dude. Spoil for us. Sure. I love the spoiling. All right. So our next clue is the the pishon the the gihon 
the Tigris, and the Euphrates rivers ran through me. Oh, okay. So there's a clue. And the next clue is, I contain the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of <laughs> the knowledge of good and evil. Oh, man, I don't know. We're kind of going to give this away in our Bible study. Oh, we are? <laughs> Maybe. Well, let's, when we do the Bible study, we'll just talk about it as if it doesn't mean anything special to the quiz today. Okay. Yeah. For yeah. sure. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool, 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 cool. But if you know what this is, give us a call on 1-800-324-843 or text us in at 0491064669 and you can claim a prize. Yes. Yes, indeed. Give us a call now, 1-800-FAITH-FM. You know the number. We tell you every day. <laughs> but now, yes. Bible study. Yes. Bible study. Okay. So, where do we get up to yesterday, Mon? Yesterday, we, we, we read through the whole of Genesis chapter 1, mm. and uh, we went through creation. And, uh, and you know, I, th- I don't know if we talked about it on air, but you and I discussed how amazing uh, the, the book of Genesis is and just how, how much there is to unpack just in every single verse. Yeah. And like, you and I, we've both heard sermons, amazing sermons, where they've just spent like an hour just on one single verse. Yeah. Like it's just, there is so much to uh, Genesis chapter one, even though when you just like, if you just breeze through it, it just sounds like, you know, God was making stuff, (laughs) (laughs) but there is so much more to it. And, um, and uh, yeah, we we uh, we got through the end of it, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just—it's a beautiful story as well. Yeah, beautiful ac- uh, account telling of what actually happened. So that's what we were up to, I think. Yeah. So essentially, uh, we read through. We started with Genesis chapter one and verse one, and we sort of, I guess, set the stage or set yeah this of this premise that mm-hmm. God existed before the beginning. Um, and because he wanted to, because he desires to, I love how um, actually the King James Bible puts it in, in Revelation 4.11. It says, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your pleasure all things were created. So basically, because he wanted to, this creator God created the world. Amen. And we went through what those things were. We said, you know, the f- on the first day, the the Spirit of God was hovering over the, the face of the deep, deep, and then he says, let there be light. Um, and then, you know, you go through day by day, and it's like then there's uh, the, the firmament, and then there's vegetation, and then the sun, moon, and stars, and then... All the animals. All the animals, and the fish of the sea, and the birds, birds of the, the air, air, and all the And fruit. I noticed there was a, a lot of repetition of the phrase, um, scurries across the earth, scurries along the earth. They had that <laughs> phrase multiple times in yeah. the account. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we eventually get to day six of creation, which is the creation of human beings. That's it. And we look at, we're just going to pick pick it up there in, uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, we're going to pick it up in verse 27. Actually, verse 26. Genesis 1, 26? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll read this one. The Bible says, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth and every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. I think your translation says scurries along the earth. Mine yeah. says creeps on the earth. Small animals that scurry along the ground. So God created man in his image, in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created him. Uh, he created them, sorry. Mm-hmm. Man, this is this is crazy. Yeah. This is like, this is so cool. So basically, he, he like creates everything. He creates this 
this earth with vegetation and, and light and, and every provision for life. We are talking about this yesterday. But then he's like, you know what? Like, and I, I'm sure there would have been parts of God's image in every single part of that, you know, in, in the earth, in the animals, in the vegetation. Like, there would have been parts of God's image. But yeah. he's like, I'm going to create this being, this human being, and it's going to be in my image. It's going to be similar to me. It's going to, it's, you know, it's going to be able to, to appreciate what I've done here. And it's going to be able to do the similar things in which, which I can do. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be like me, but it's going to be my creation. And it, it's, it's awesome. Like what are some of the things it says here? Um, that it's like, it says, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. I wonder I think, if the other created beings, because I don't, I don't particularly believe that we're the only, only planet that God has created with intelligent life. Mm. But I wonder if, when they saw that this was going to happen, like how excited they would have gotten. Yeah. Like, no way, he's going to make one in his own image. Like that would have been. Just that would have been so stoked, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah. And um, I think the first part we got to, I guess, discuss and understand what does it mean to be a part of God's image? Like, what does it mean to be made in God's image? Mm. And the first example it gives here is. Dominion. We know that the God owns everything in the entire universe. He does because he created it. That's right. Um, he he owns everything. He, you know, he 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 like. It's it's not only that he owns everything. You know, it's not just a deed, but he's the one who sustains everything. Mm-hmm. He's the one that gives life to everything. He's the one that keeps everything going. He keeps the the lights on. You can say he pays the bills around. <laughs> That's a great way around of putting it. Yeah. Um, and it's like, oh, but I'm going to make man in my image. And the first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to give them dominion. I'm going to give them the ability to own and to, to rule over a specific thing. Mm-hmm. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. So he, he gives man this, this dominion, this, this ability to, 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 to take ownership of, to be responsible for because essentially that's what, what God is, right? He he has responsibility over the universe because he, he created it, he sustains it. He He's like the caretaker. Yeah, he's the caretaker and he's like, oh, but I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to create man in my image and they're going to do a similar thing to what I do, which is they're going to take care of away in the earth, on, of the earth. This is really, this is so cool. Um, but then it goes on the Bible in verse 20. I'm so sorry. I just... No, verse 28. That's where we're going to pick it up in Genesis chapter 1. Do you want to read that for me? Yep. Then God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and govern it. Reign over the fish in the sea, in the birds in the sky, and all the animals that scurry along the ground. Man, this is epic. Okay. Yeah. This is is so awesome. Because... So we've already like established like okay one of the characteristics of God is the fact that he has dominion he takes care of he sustains which was you know he sort of passed on that job to man on earth in a way he's like yeah this is this is your earth you take care of it you sustain it you look after it you rule over it um, but then he gives this next sort of characteristic of being in God's image and it's be fruitful and multiply basically what that phrase means it's pretty straightforward it's like have children Mm-hmm. It's like be yeah, be yeah, fruitful, yeah. you know, bear bear fruit. Uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Have children, you know, have kids, which you know God has blessed us with with the blessing of procreation. That's right. Um, which is 
just like the craziest thing. Like I, it's still kind of like I'm. I'm like nineteen, right? Yeah. And I used to take this for granted because I think I learned about what like procreation was and how that worked probably at like the age of ten, uh-huh, something like uh-huh. that. Ten, eight or ten, something I learned about what procreation is. Um, and how that works and how, you know... How uh, babies are made. Uh, how, how babies are how made. How we make other humans. Yeah. 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 And I think incredible. I was just like, oh, that, yeah, sure. Like, you know... It still blows it my just, mind. just like, goes into an egg and then an egg just grows in a mother's womb and becomes a baby. Now, like, ever since I've become a Christian, mm-hmm. I'm just like, how does that even happen, man? Yeah. Like, because it's... it's I've, I've looked into it more and I, I've researched it. And I'm like, how can, like, this just... And the, 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 part that, the part that boggles my mind is that you know when the baby's born, it has, it has uh, consciousness. Like it's not like a, it's not like an animal where an animal like doesn't you know purely know the right between the difference between right and wrong and can make conscious decisions and, mm. and has you know a sense of uh, morality or anything. But that humans, you know, we become these aware beings. Yeah, and and we we make them like it's, it blows yeah. my mind. Blows we, my mind. We make them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about the other day, like just. Just growth, uh-huh. right? Like just, just growth of you know. You can look at like I've got a friend. His name's Tom. Actually, that's who I went down to Sydney with. He's one of my coworkers, and he's really tall. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, at one point, he was a child, and he was really short. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, like obviously, there's a scientific explanation, but for that to come together, that things can grow, like mm-hmm. that, 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 like Tom, for example doesn't have the means or anyone for that matter within themselves like you can't just like 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 growth like you can't just grow all of a sudden like it takes over a time period to get bigger and bigger but where does the growth come from yeah like where does the energy because it, you know it's cause and effect something has to be put in for something to get out so it's like for someone to grow there has to be some sort of energy source or whatever to make them grow and i guess it would be food and and you know, sunlight and all those things that that help us grow as humans. But it's just crazy that we even have the capacity to do that. They're like a baby is born and it's a baby and then it grows into eventually like a really tall human like my friend Tom. Like that's that's insane. But the only reason we can do it, of course, and the only reason it happens is because God is a creative God. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, you know... Me, me and my, my dad and, and other people, talk, you know, we talk about create, uh, sorry, creation versus evolution. And it's just like, this world is so harmonious, mm. you know? It's like, how could, how could it possibly end up like that? And their explanation is like, oh, it happened over billions and billions and billions of years. By accident. You know? And they're really pushing now, like with single-celled organisms, they're like, oh, they're trying to basically create single-celled organisms that have consciousness. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. But even if it did, think about this, even if it did, it was created by intelligence. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Like it, it took Zero an intelligent, like, accident. like it, it had to be yes, done in a and lab yes, and, and training put and together. Trying. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's like, it's but, really only more of a more of an argument for creation. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like the world come about because something had the idea to create it. Mm-hmm. And it's like even if we make a single-celled organism in a lab, you know, if we th- this isn't cloning or anything like that. We're talking like literally putting together the the proteins and on a, mon- a molecular level, like mm-hmm. the the atoms together to make a single-celled organism that has consciousness. Mm-hmm. Even if we one day unlock the ability to do that, like it's all going to be by 
intelligent design. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, and then we look around at our world and, and that's just for us to create like single celled organism. But we look around at our world and how harmonious it is. Like how everything just, just works. There's a you know classic verse in the Bible that, you know, um, Jesus says, like the the birds of the uh, the birds of the air don't have to worry about their their meal because God supplies them, you know? Mm. And it's like man, like everything in this world has something. Like everything in this world is just like all all the animals and everything, they're just doing their things and they just live because they, they get supplied with food. And they're uh-huh, like, uh-huh. they're just killing it. They're just living their best lives, yeah. you know. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. how, man, how could something so harmonious just happen by accident? Just happen yeah. by accident. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, obviously, there's some intelligent design behind it. But that was a pretty roundabout way to talk about uh, procreation. Yeah. yeah and, uh-huh. um, and being in the image of God. Um, it's, it's an important topic to, to take a look at where you come from and where we still come from. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, we're going to pick up the story here in in chapter two and verse one. Do you just want to do you want to read that for sure. me? Sure, chapter two, verse one. So the creation of the heavens and the earth and everything in them was completed. And can you read verse two as well? On the seventh day, God had finished His work of creation, so He rested from all His work. Man, that's so cool! Mm-hmm. Like He just finishes everything. He's like, like you know. Um, Oh, there's a really famous artist. His name is Nathan Green. Oh, yeah. Have you heard of, yeah, you heard yeah, of Nathan? Great. He does like all the Jesus paintings. He's uh-huh, like uh-huh. super legit. Uh, my One of my friends um, and also a, a pastor I work for um, recently went over to the States and they met up with Nathan Green and he was talking about some of the paintings he was painting. And they were like the most like beautiful paintings ever. They're actually going through the days of creation. Oh, really? And it like he painted this painting of basically when um on the day of creation when god creates like the sun and the moon Mm -hmm. um and it took him six months to finish this painting Mm -hmm. like this because it's an an amazing painting and it's so photorealistic and lifelike but it took him like ages and ages to do this painting and i can imagine like he gets to the end and he's like oh i finished it's like and he's probably looking at it and he's like Probably got like a tear rolling down his eye because it's taking him so long. Uh-huh. And he's like, this is it, man. This is my day four of creation. And it's taking him six months to, to just paint this painting. God literally creates the entire world and everything in it in seven days and just gets to the end. And he's like, imagine that feeling. Especially yeah. like you're saying the created beings around the universe. They're just like looking at Earth and it's just like, Ugh, it's, it's done. It's finished. Like God gets the end, he's like, there it is, perfect world. And, and it's like, how hyped would you be? Yeah, that sense of satisfaction of a job well done. Yeah. And looking at your work and knowing that you like it as well, which mm. is, you know, often we want to, you know, nitpick it and stuff, but just to know it was good. And do you know what? I, I, saw, a, I saw a picture on, uh, on Instagram the other day and I thought it was really important because, you know, looking at what, what God did is often a good example and a good um a good guideline for what we should mm. do. And I saw a picture on Instagram. It says rest is as important as hard work. And I think that's something yeah, as so humans, true. we totally, we, we don't think rest is important as hard work. We think hard work is the be all and end all. But yet we see God here creates the, the world and then has a rest. And it's important enough that they put it in the Bible. Yeah. You know, he saw what he, he finished his work of creation and he rested from all his work. Yeah. It's important. We need to rest. Yeah, for sure. And God has given us that day. And it says right here, on the seventh day he rested. 
you know, it was a f- at the foundation of creation was this blessed and hallowed day, which was the seventh day. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, later it was, I guess, re um, edified in, in the Ten Commandments of like, yeah, there's this seventh day where, you know, you work all week and then you just chill out. And you just rest. Uh-huh, That's awesome. Uh-huh. But we're going to pick up uh, after this. This is Anna Weather up with Because He Lives. They called him Jesus. He came to love, heal, and forgive. He lived and died to buy my body. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know, yes, I know, he owns the future. And life is worth.
Dude, that's one of my favorites right there. It's a good one. Well, just the, like, it's already such a good hymn. Like, it's such a good song. Like, every chance I get, I'll sing it in church. Like, every day. Yeah, it's a great song. And it's like, and then Anna Weatherup just doing it. It's a great album as well. Another good album. Yeah, I love a good album and that's definitely one of them. So, thanks to Marta. She's just continuing to just serve up the bangers. She's sitting in the studio. She's smiling. Yeah. (laughs) She's got that smug, I do the music good face. (laughs) (laughs) But... We are continuing on with our quiz. Mm-hmm. And this is a Ooh, what yes. am I quiz. And so, so this is the last clue that we have. And if, if you don't get it now, just... Keep thinking about it. Look up the references. Come on. Okay. Yeah, give us a call. All right. Here we go. This You can give us a call on 1-800-324-843 or text us on 0491064669. But here we go. I am the place where Eve was tempted by a serpent. Oh, there you go. That's that's the that's Where the clue. Where was Eve tempted by the serpent? If you know the answer, give us a call. One eight hundred Faith FM. It's one eight hundred three two four eight four three. You can win the prize. But we're picking up this story. We've we've talked about the image of man. We've talked about how God has given us this seventh day to rest in Him. It's actually a funny story. Um, the same friends who met. Nathan Green went to the to you know the big ark yes the the ark in America oh, yes yes the, the Ken Ham thing and they were there and it was like super awesome and stuff uh, but they they said they heard a sermon by this guy while they were over there and he actually says like he's like oh man you know we have a day for the resurrection we have like days for this and days you know days for Jesus's birth celebrating that man there should be a day that celebrates creation <laughs> and it's like. The seventh day uh-huh. <laughs> that God, God commands uh-huh. us to keep that Jesus right. kept. Um, it's it's really funny and interesting, but we're going to be picking it up. I want you to read for me yes. all of chapter two. Okay, no worries. Here we go. Right now. So the creation of heaven and earth and everything in them was completed. On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation. So he rested from all his work and God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy because it was a day when he rested from all his work of creation. This is the account of creation of, he- of the heavens and the earth. When the Lord God made the, heaven, the earth and the heavens, neither wild plants nor grains were growing on the earth. For the Lord God had not yet sent rain to water the earth, and there was no people to cultivate the soil. Instead, springs came up for the ground and watered all the land. Then the Lord God formed the man from the dust of the ground. He breathed the breath of life into the man's nostrils, and the man became a living person. Then the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east, and there he placed the man he had made. The Lord God made all sorts of trees grow up from the ground, trees that were beautiful and that produced delicious fruit. In the middle of the garden, he placed the tree of life and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. A river flowed from the land of Eden, watering the garden and then dividing into four branches. The first branch, called the Pishon, followed around the entire land of Havilah, where gold is found. The gold of that land is exceptionally pure. Aromatic resin and onyx stone are also found there. The second branch, called the Jihon, flowed around the entire land of Cush. The third branch, called the Tigris, flowed east of the land of Ashur. The fourth branch is called the Euphrates. The Lord God placed the man in the Garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. But the Lord God warned him, 
You may freely eat the fruit of the tree in the garden, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you are sure to die. Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper who is just right for him. So the Lord God formed from the ground all the wild animals and all the birds of the sky. He brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And the man chose a name for each one. He gave names to all the livestock, all the birds of the sky and all the wild animals. But still there was no helper just right for him. So Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. While the man slept, the Lord God took out one of the man's ribs and closed up the opening. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib and brought her to the man. At last the man exclaimed, This one is bone from my bone and flesh from my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken from man. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united into one. Now the man and his wife were both naked, but they felt no shame. Oh, there chapter you go. Chapter two. There you up. go. Yes. Well, chapter two here, this is, this is really cool. Because um, it basically, like, we, we've sort of seen in chapter one this overarching, like, okay, what actually happened in creation. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it goes and really hones in on man. And that's a, a particularly important because the whole entire Bible is essentially about the, the redemption plan yeah. of man. It's a, it, the Bible was written for us. You know, I bet um, the Bible could go into some serious, like if God wanted to, he could get the prophets to go into some serious, serious detail about, you know, all the aspects of creation and how it, how it all happened and all came together. But that's not the point of the Bible. No. The point of the Bible is actually, um, essentially, there was a promise made to Abraham. Um, well, actually, there was you know a promise made to Adam and Eve, but that was fulfilled through the line of Abraham, yep, yep. which came in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so, it, it hones in here in Genesis chapter 2. Okay, how did this, 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 this being that I've created in my image, how does this specifically affect them? Like, yeah. what, what, is God, what happened to those people? And it says here that, you know, God, God creates a garden. Um, puts man in it. And probably the most interesting thing about this garden, um, you know, sure, like uh, there's all these different delicious fruit fruits and, and, and animals and all this stuff. But he puts in this tree and he says, don't eat of the tree mm-hmm. for in the day that you eat of the tree, um, you will surely die. This is crazy. Okay. This is like gnarly. And I always get asked about this. <clears throat> because anyone who's knowledgeable about the story knows what, what happens next, um, which we're going to get into tomorrow, but it's essentially the, the, the you know, known as the fall of man and the eating of the tree. And, you know, God puts in this tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And, and, I, and I always get asked, like, why would God put this tree in? Like, it's, it is a good question. It's a really good question. Yeah. Like, you think about it, like, oh, why? Well, there's this thing that can cause, you know, sin to come into the earth and for people to die and all this stuff. Yeah, it's like almost if he didn't want them to eat from it, why did he stick it in the garden? In the middle of the yeah. garden. And, the, and you know, it's, it uh-huh. talks about in Genesis chapter 3. It's like, why oh, the, the fruit looked good for eating. Like, why not stick it, like, on another planet with a huge fence around it? Or, like, you know, at the top of a mountain and, yeah. and make the fruit have spikes all over yeah, it. You know, yeah. you, could, you, can, you can give any question, but, like, so you can, you can give any scenario. Mm-hmm. But the thing I see with this is that love 
which God claims that he is. God says, you know, he who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Love only happens or can can only exist when we have free choice. That's right. Essentially what God has done here is he's given Adam and Eve a decision. Mm-hmm. It's like, I've created you. I've supplied you with everything. Like I've given you every every supplication that you need to live. But he's like, I've created this tree. And if ever, you know, you don't, you, you don't choose me. You don't choose love. Well, this this is the tree. This yeah. this is the other option. Uh-huh. He gives him that choice of like, okay, so you know, you either don't eat of the fruit and our relationship continues, yeah, or you eat of the fruit and it and it doesn't. It's actually, you know, it's the most loving thing that God can do because if He doesn't create the tree, then there's no free choice. Then the love doesn't really exist. If they start to hate God, there's no way for them to leave. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, we're going to pick that up tomorrow and we're going to talk about what actually happens in this story because it's it's heavy, man. It's hectic. Um, But now this is Casting Crowns with House of Dreams. The corner office was his dream More like a prison now it seems Somewhere on the corporate climb He left his warrior behind Now he's just a worker at a daily grind That steals his years and numbs his mind His strength is fading, his dreams are blind This is not the life he had in mind He's up all night Staring at a screen that tells him lies That the grass is greener on the other side So she's at the gym Fighting off the years To be young again and calm her fears That she'll never be enough for him Just as a young man catches her eye Now they're trapped in the wrong worlds, in the wrong wars With the cell phones and the closed doors It's funny how quiet and peaceful that it seems But they're all alone together In the house of their dreams Sister, she's a 16-year-old princess Lost somewhere between the swing set And a brand new crush's chariot awaits And big brother's room's glowing with trophies To shout his name But he'd trade all his high school fame For some backyard catch with his hero again But they're trapped in their wrong worlds In their wrong wars With their cell phones and the closed doors It's funny how quiet and peaceful that it seems But they're all alone together In the house of their dreams
Dressed up in Sunday best Sit up straight just like the rest And sing the songs of peace and rest That Jesus freely gives And then the kids look up as daddy stands And he takes his bride with trembling hands The brother kneels at his father's side Princess looks in the mother's eyes Their tears tear down the walls As daddy prays We're trapped in our own worlds And our own wars With our cell phones And our closed doors God, only you can save our family And on this rock we'll build On this rock we'll build House of our dreams They're living far longer and far happier than most people in the world. And now, their secret's out. Six regions have been identified as blue zones, places where people experience holistic health. And it's doing them a lot of favors. So do yourself a favor and come along to the free Rethink Health workshops, where we will explore six core principles of health and longevity proven through the Blue Zones at the Swansea Center Sunday, October 7, October 14, and October 21st. From 5 p.m. is where you'll find us. For more information, call 0402-528-869 or search for the Rethink Health event on Facebook. Inside
Faith FM, sorry, a little bit of a technical malfunction, but (laughs) we're on the road again. Welcome back to Faith FM. You're listening right across Australia on 97.6, 87.8 or 88, or, you know, maybe you're listening to us on the internet, tune in app, whatever it may be, but now... It's time for question of the day. <laughs> I love question of the day. All right, Real hit awesome. me. I don't want to hit you with a corker. Okay. What is the holy grail? It doesn't matter. <laughs> what do you mean it doesn't matter? It's All right, the holy the show, grail. It's the holy grail. No, this is... <laughs> Look, oh, man. If it's called holy, actually it's called holy for a reason. Right? It is called holy for a reason. Uh-huh. But um, I guess the first thing that we should talk about the holy grail, basically, um, I guess from a physical standpoint, it's literally a cup. Um, it's, it's a cup? It's a cup or a chalice. That's literally what the holy grail is. So I take drink hot chocolate out of this thing? Yeah, probably. Oh, oh. If, if you wanted to. Um the other thing to know about the Holy Grail, and probably the most important thing, is that it literally doesn't exist. It's t- it's what? It doesn't exist. It's just a mythical legend. It doesn't exist. It doesn't even exist, yeah. Has it ever existed? No, probably not. What? So, basically, the Holy Grail, um, it would... You know, brushing up on our, on our history here, uh-huh. um, originally came, like, the, the idea of it um, basically came from this Celtic myth that there was this cup... That basically has ev- whatever you want in it, whether oh. it's whether it's wealth or whether it's uh, you know food or. But how does that work? Like, what if I wanted a Ferrari? How does a Ferrari fit in a cup? Is this thing monstrously big? No, it's it's regular size, but it's just like somehow you can pull it out of the cup. The cup just has like whatever you need. This is beginning to sound like the magic lamp of Aladdin. Yeah, it, it's essentially the same thing. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So yeah, it's basically there's this cup, and the reason it can do that it can give you anything is because it's somehow connected to the gods and has divine power and that was just called the grail okay Okay. how it become the holy grail was the introduction in i think it was about the the 11th century um a story started to to spread around in the you know in the medieval ages that basically the holy grail um was the cup that jesus used to serve um the wine at the last supper that was that was the big thing that oh. Jesus. The, how it became the Holy Grail was Jesus used it to serve the wine at the Last Supper, and moreover, it was actually the cup that Joseph of Arimathea caught the blood of Jesus in when he was crucified. So this story come around, and the, the reason why there's this connection is is because um, you know it, the Last Supper, and and it's you know the Son of God coming down and offering people drink and saying, "This is my blood, mm-hmm. take of it," you know. Um, and you'll receive, you know, eternal life and all this stuff. Um, 
they were like, oh, man, it just sort of got fused together that like, oh, there's, you know, Jesus, who's the son of God and literally is a God. And he's got this cup. Well, that could be like the grail because it like supplies everything we need. Uh-huh. And it's the holy grail. And, and bam, it had become the holy grail. Do you know what this sounds like? This sounds like, you know, how human nature is such that we just always search for something to worship. You know, and, you know, a bit like the, the Israelites when they started worshiping the golden calf. You know, if we, mm-hmm. if we don't find our true God, we'll go carving one out of wood or we'll make one out of gold or something. And it sounds like that whole thing we love to do, you know, we come close to Jesus, but we'll worship all the things around him. So we'll worship his birthday or we'll worship you know, the paraphernalia or the locations mm. involved with his story. Like, I feel like we've done that with this. And I think especially like you look at the context and the time in which the story of the Holy Grail came about that at the time, you know, Europe was like really desolate when it came to spirituality you've got like you've got the uh the the catholic church and the pope on one side just like persecuting people and and doing all this heavy stuff um and then on the other side like like you said like the reason why they were looking for something else to to worship or look at or be fond of is because of like of it was just a super gnarly spiritual situation. Yeah. So they were just like, oh, let's just, you know, talk about this legend of this cup. Well, if you don't have God in your hearts, you will be searching for something to fill that hole. Because oh, for sure. You need God in your heart. And, and without him, there is there is a missing. It's a blank. Yeah. And so we, we look for things to, to fill that space with. Oh, for sure. You know, I think the amount of conversations that I've had with different people who who claim like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Bible believer and all these things. But ever like... The answer of the Bible and the point of the Bible is Jesus Christ. That's what it leads us to. And it's like people search all around that um, because they just don't want to give their heart. And it's like the Holy Grail is another example of that. And it's like, so basically forget the Holy Grail because it doesn't exist. But Jesus does exist and he died for your sins. So, yeah, this is Melita Fong with Rise Again. Ain't no power on earth can 
Welcome back to Faith FM. You are joined here by Monica and Lawson, and we've come to the part of the, the show outro. where we give away stuff. So give away something. Tell me what we're giving yeah, away. Time to say goodbye and give everyone a free gift. Not everyone a free gift, sorry. <laughs> Only the person who calls, calls first. first. So yes. if you call us up on 1-800-324-843 or text in at 0491064669, you can we claim a prize. We are going to give away a copy of How to Know Him Better, Steps to Christ. Ooh. We thought this book was really important today because... Um, you know, as we heard on our interview this morning with Pastor David Stojic, um about marriage and, and social connectedness, uh, the solution to a bad marriage and the, the biggest key to improving your marriage and improving your relationships is, um, is dealing with selfishness. Mm. And the only way to deal with selfishness is to let more Jesus into your heart. Yeah, for sure. It's 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 the cure all. It's like I I don't like the phrase cure all because I don't really believe in them. But Jesus really is a cure all. Mm. And so this book, How to Know Him Better: Steps to Christ, is uh, is a book. That's exactly what it is. It's how to know God better. It's how to to let more Jesus into your heart. Um, you know how to take steps towards a, a beautiful relationship with Him, a genuine, lasting relationship with Him. Um, it has I think it's like fourteen chapters, and uh, and it's, it's a wonderful book. I, I actually read this book. I reread this book every year. It's not a huge book. Mm. It won't take you forever. And what I do is I read a chapter every day um, mm. for the first two weeks of the year mm-hmm. just to set me on a straight course for the year. I like to um, theme my year that way. So this book is completely for free. You can get it now. Give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843. Um, if you listen today to the program and you wanted more Jesus and you wanted to deal with your selfishness and you wanted to improve your relationships... This is definitely the book for you. Mm-hmm. So give us a call now and uh, we will see you, of course, tomorrow morning after the 7 o'clock news. Take good care and have a blessed, grateful day. I need thee every hour, most gracious Lord. No tender voice like thine can peace afford. I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every hour I need thee, oh, bless. Me now, my Savior, I come to thee. I need thee every hour, stay thou near. Temptations lose their power when thou art nigh. And I need thee, oh, I need thee. Every hour I need thee. Oh, bless me now, my Savior. I come to thee.
teach me thy will and thy rich promises in me fulfill I need thee oh I need thee every hour I need thee oh bless me now my Savior I come 